0: I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the, the SG Boys.
1: That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. Feels nice to have Sam Joe back, although he doesn't look like Sam Joe. What do you mean? This is a pink flamingo, Sam Joe. Oh my hair. Yeah. 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 What's going Why on? We're we still talking
0: about that. Explain. Like, okay, here's the story. The thing is that I was gonna do it for Pink Dot. Mm-hmm. And it's a like, happy Pink Dot! I have pink hair. But as luck would have it, I couldn't like schedule an appointment at the salon before I left
1: for overseas. So yeah, I did it in July. La. Anyway,
0: we should be celebrating Pride all around the year, okay? Yeah, Not just yeah, in June. Of, of course. Okay?
1: We had Pride Month and now that's left uh, a rainbow mark on us for the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah. And I see you have started to accessorize differently as well. You have a little furry ring going on. Yeah. Is it a love token? It's very Muppety, but it's actually a hair tie. <laughs> Oh wow, but what my hair? Where's your hair? Uh, thanks <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately can't use this, but I've used it now as a ring i've re- repurposed it. Yeah. Uh, it feels good to have Sam Joe back in Singapore. I missed it, not the weather though. Freaking hot, right? <laughs> yeah Singapore's obsessed with like coat orange coat red for stuff, right oh we're, yes, we're heat doing advisory like, yeah heat advisory by the way
0: anything above thirty three apparently like it's like red la coat red. And then what We're not supposed to go out We have
1: to wear face masks And stay indoors And keep like A meter apart from each other I'm right. kidding
0: Loves it <sighs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Well on the anyway, show Anyway we are Who are we kidding We are recording this In an air conditioned room Yes
1: I mean it's a little bit Hot right now Because we have like Three people <laughs> That's actually like yeah. Watching us have This conversation yes. right now But we're gonna yes, have them right. Ready to jump in <laughs> Join us uh, We watching. have the incredible <laughs> Joe Tan On the show hey. Hey.
2: Hi, Jotan. Hello. Uh, who
1: is Jotan?
2: Uh, well, if you Google it, uh, Jotan actually is... Premium beef tongue in Japanese. So uh, reviews of my work include a uh, succulent. Uh, other times uh, I'm also an actor and playwright. I guess I have to say it myself because uh, there's nobody else to say it for me. So yeah, I, I won a couple of awards. Yay! Come yeah. on now, go on thank now. you. Give applause. No, 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 no. Succulent and Jose. Anyway, <laughs> yes. So these were not uh, awards from a uh, hungry go away or whatnot. So they were live theater awards, and uh, it's for this play. They were mostly for this play, King, uh, that I wrote. Based Based on my experience uh, drag kinging, and uh, how that kind of changed my perception of gender, and how freeing it could be to distance yourself from the label that you were born with, and uh, it's it's coming back, which is the reason why I intruded on your beautiful air-conditioned space here oh, today. Josh and Sam Joe, thank you for sharing your aircon quota with me. <laughs> <laughs> You're,
0: more You're more than welcome. Welcome. I'll stay hot just for you, like it's yeah, it. willingly. <laughs> yeah, Joe. By the way, came in like clad in full, like I what did. is this, eighties. Uh, work out a tire like you know olivia newton john it's giving that let's get physical with mm. the headband oh
2: thanks thanks yeah Yeah. i i I don't know honestly i'm just like very big on thrift so everything is second hand i don't know i just try to make sure the colors kind of blend but thank you that's what i'm using from now on olivia
1: newton john there we go Uh, and also we gotta add this in as well uh we're so envious you're one of the dim sum dollies
2: (gasps) i am i am uh, i'm the newest one so you know there's there's that we all have labels so i'm the tall one apparently <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not very challenging in that particular trio but i am i am the tall one well done and juicy and tall
1: i also know joe because uh we used to you used to be a colleague of mine yeah. at our radio station as well it's, so.
2: it's colleague twice removed
1: It's so strange though Like this is actually The first time We're like Talking talking together
2: Yeah we've exchanged More than like Five sentences I think Yeah this is the first time That I think we've done that
1: There was a show That I watched I think Tartuffe Ah yeah (gasps) Yes And right after the show You came out And I thought you were Absolutely brilliant Because I'd never seen This side of you I've only seen you Sort of on radio Right And you shared with me Something which we will get to later on okay. as well Let's. Uh, also on the show with us right now is Erfan Kazban
2: yeah hello <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> it's me <Yeah. laughs> I'm here some you people might, might refer to him as Kazban material <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> oh
4: so my
2: goodness Irfan <laughs> is the director
1: of King Erfan you'll know him from people like us mm-hmm.
4: I play Rizwan in, in that uh, YouTube series produced by Action for Eight clips of the show from five years ago only got famous in february this year through malaysians so i I suddenly got it got like 800 follows (laughs) from this but but what
2: was that line that you were saying in the show i
4: was (laughs) like oh i I assumed that the drag queen was a bottom and and the drag queen went I'm not a bottom la. <laughs> oh, yeah, the number of drag queens, is that based on a real life experience? Because yeah. the number of drag
0: queens have actually told me, have insisted that they are not bottoms. Has, like, Actually, I cannot lot. even count them
4: on one hand. A lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have a enough lot. digits to count, <laughs> yeah. right? A lot, yeah. Okay. And I know that for a fact, actually. That it's yeah. quite true, yeah. Why like, oh, for, oh, for oh, like for like a intimately, face? you know, like... Mm, we can only guess, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so much tea to spill today.
0: <laughs> so you went, you got viral on Twitter. Yes Okay So yeah. Twitter In still Malaysia In Malaysia yeah.
1: Okay Twitter
4: is still good for something right? I mean it's called X <laughs> right X. now <laughs> X Oh that's what it is X there I was like go. why is the logo different Yeah I was like okay Interesting oh. yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: Blame Elon yeah. Musk uh, If you're oh, it Looks like a porn site But you know <laughs> People Like Us is a queer web series
4: Yes we just shot um, season 3 last week um, And it's gonna come out soon I think
1: Beautiful, yeah. and you guys use one of my songs for like the end credits of an episode Oh, by Ooh, nice, way. which
4: season do you know?
3: I think it was
1: the first one, oh, it nice. may have been that, it was a couple nice, of years nice, ago nice, nice. Uh, What also, song was it Josh, Just I
0: mean if you're gonna plug, just plug all the oh, way la. Like is it available for download on Spotify, so on oh. Spotify, what? it's
1: on my debut album, <laughs> it's called Hush
2: it? Anyway, we also have
0: <laughs> Josh by the way has a Wikipedia page, right? Is it? Yeah, yeah. So go look it up Look ah. it up I'm gonna no, add your Singapore it. icons Right Joe? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm surrounded by Singapore icons today I cannot
2: With <laughs> the heat Speaking of Singapore icons
1: That's right We have Mitch Who's also here We're gonna pass the mic Because we only have four microphones We're, We're literally
2: gonna-, gonna pass the mic We're not just like Virtue signaling Like we've literally passed this Like physical <laughs> microphone <laughs> To
3: Mitch Thank you for passing the mic
2: <laughs> Woo so,
3: We with the, the, the applause How oh, come oh, the oh. other two got applause Then he didn't get Thank you, Yay. thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Mitch. So not used to this anymore. Mitch is
1: openly gay. He's the choreographer of King. We actually know each other because we went on a date once. <gasps> yeah, I this know. was ages Yay. ago. Surprise.
0: Oh not every every time Josh has a guest on the show and we've had many guests. And he says, "Oh, actually, we met before. It's always like you. It's someone <laughs> but, like, that he's dated coffee before. Coffee grinder yeah. la, At least like this at one least...
3: was Korean family restaurant. See, yes. it
1: was like um, so wholesome. It was it was really like really nice time. No, there was beer afterwards, so I don't yeah, know how wholesome well, that is. Well, no, because he had just come back from London and then just came back to Singapore and was kind of like trying to find his footing. And and I felt and like you
2: helped him find his footing."
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> and some other <laughs> i felt like it was more important for me to be a friend to and him that
3: was really really helpful thank you so much Josh. Yeah, yeah absolutely
1: mm. um so mitch is on the show and he's a choreographer and we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, how you taught a magic mic move to joe so i think a
3: choreographer is a really big title for something like king i think it, i work more as a movement facilitator for joe Wow. So whatever the show needs
2: And some of those are magic mic moves
3: Some of those are <laughs> magic mic moves, definitely And Joa enjoys it I do She practices them I do, all I do. the time Makes my right? husband
2: nervous Exactly
3: <laughs> <laughs> You gotta
0: show
1: us some of these moves later yeah. Sure, I'm, what doing, exactly. I'm doing it
2: right now ha, ha, yeah. But you can't see <laughs> <laughs> This is
1: a podcast Whoa, I'm amazing Let's get into King What is this show about?
2: So there's this office lady, Gyeokian, and she kind of like, she's your really average office lady. You know, she goes to work. She has a certain number of goals that she wants to hit in her life, including get married, get a promotion. And one day, uh, she shows up to the office party for a bunch of reasons. She's frustrated. She doesn't have a costume. It's supposed to be a fancy dress party. She goes as a man in her husband's clothes and with a wig that she bought from Taobao. Something changes in her because the way people treat her is different and the way suddenly she feels that she's allowed to speak is different. The way she's allowed to move, the the, the way she's allowed to stand, uh, the way she's allowed to just consume the alcohol in front of her, she feels free and she really loves this personality. She gives it a name, it's Sterling Da Silva. And uh, from then on, Things kind of go out of control, like uh, the personality starts to take on a life of his own. And because of a colleague of hers, she manages to get on a drag show as a drag king. And then she kind of has to negotiate how much freedom she wants to give this almost demon inside her. Mm. And can she get rid of it or should she get rid of it? So yeah, that's the premise of King. And it was based off my own experience. I went into a workshop and I was very lazy. I was supposed to come in as as a character, but I just came in my husband's clothes and a wig that I had. And people started treating me differently. Like uh, one of my colleagues that used to be quite dismissive and almost always used me as the butt of the joke. He treated me differently. Like he started talking to me. He seemed to be more interested in hearing what I had to say. Like we were all supposed to interact with each other, but he didn't necessarily have to interact with me in character. But that's the choice that he made and another colleague uh, was very interesting because apparently like he saw my back view or like a little bit of my face and we never really worked together before then so he didn't know me very well but he was asking people oh my god who is that (laughs) and I just felt (laughs) so like oh well done me and uh, it was just this experience where I suddenly felt bigger and taller and I felt much freer and I was like, why? Why is that the case? If I wear these clothes, you know, and I speak in a certain voice and I change my physicality a bit, I feel like I have a new lease on the world. Mm. I feel like I've been given a remote control to control things that I never had access to and I think that's the inspiration for this play. It previously existed uh, as a play that was supposed to be staged, and then COVID happened, stupid COVID. And then so we we, we then uh, staged it with Jasmine Ng from Aware as a live stream, where I had three cameras in front of me. Whenever I changed an angle, uh, I would change my expression as well. And because the camera was also capturing me from different angles, then I would be a different character. So there are nine different characters in this play, and it's just whole this whole idea of uh, exploring the identities that are inside you. And then for this live production uh, because Jasmine's a film director we were like I want to work with a theatre director somebody who has very similar philosophies to me is Irfan right here and uh, yeah so I invited him to come on board and then he gave me this very same dead pen face that he's doing
4: (laughs) right now and I was like what What what, what you want to do why (laughs) what made you say yes um, I I like to go into personals and and specificity as a director. I, I I sat down with Joe and and we just talked about you know why you created this work, and I wanted to make sure that I I could be the one to create this magic with her. It has to be very specific, even though you know she wrote it. Um, I wanted it also to represent both the good and evil of
2: gender. Being born uh, assigned a gender at birth, sometimes we lean into it because it's just easier. You know, it's just easier to get through life if somebody expects you to like, Oh, sorry, I really don't know. Can you help me? I'm so sorry. Like, sure! <laughs> you know, if that's yeah. what it takes to get you through the day. Yeah, lean into it. And sometimes people like, don't do that. Or sometimes people don't like it. When you challenge the gender that you were born with. I don't know. I think for myself and Irfan, we're like, there's a time and place for everything. And people find their own way through the world.
0: I noticed you started off with the character being... Ah, uh, she, and then you switch pronouns. You said that Sterling,
2: ah, Sterling, the is,
0: personalities became a he. He
2: is an extremely
0: wanky man. Right. So, and then <laughs> at some point you also mentioned demon just now. So yeah. I'm just wondering why demon. I mean, oh. without giving too much away, of course, right. we don't spoil the play. How do you reconcile that with your own experience?
2: Oh, that's a great question. Thanks for asking. I mean, I, I, I personally like um, if you're accepted as this guy, this guy called Sterling the Silver, who's larger than life, you know, kind of, he's he's always, he talks with, like, a slightly kind of, like, American accent, you know, and he's very, like, yeah, I think I'm all that, I'm, like, hot shit, you know, and she really, like, she adopts this male character that she sees uh, around her, somebody that she knows, who just, like, jumps on all that privilege and it's like, yeah, you know, like, she delights in it until the point where you, you think, like, if I had the same privilege as these guys, wouldn't I just use it? Wouldn't mm. I just be awful to everybody around me? Because why not? There's some vengeance there. So like people treated me like shit before and I'm in a position of power. Why don't I just crap on you as well if you are a different type of minority or a different type of oppressed person? And I think that's in all of us. If you're allowed to take that throne as a king or a queen or whatever, what will you do with it? I definitely have not been nice to everybody in my life. And is, is that prejudice? Is that pr- privilege? Possibly. You know, and yeah. and it's just uh, yeah something that I wanted to explore.
1: And, and you sense that dissonance before you put pen to paper, and then it became a project, and then you performed it. How has sort of your take on 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 gender evolved through the process? Now actually performing it, and then watching the audience react to it, and then I, I imagine as well hearing stories from people and and how it impacted them.
2: Yeah. For the first run, like a lot of women really connected to it. Actually, there were men who liked it, but the people who were very vocal to, <laughs> to me about it were mostly women. They identified as women. So it was more like a feminist, I think it was seen as more of a feminist play. With Irfan, I think it is more the idea of, you know, like, can, can we move between genders? And like, uh, yeah, again, like, what kind of label do you want to put on things? And once you put a label on it, then. What kind of advantage are you getting from that label, you know, or what kind of like uh, oppression are you getting from that label? Yeah. Can you decline? Mm. So if you decline, are you then a bad person? So after I did that workshop, because Becca the bus was in the same workshop, so Becca was like, "Do you want to come on riot?" So if I've actually been on riot a few times as the kind of like the prototype of Sterling the Silver. His name is uh, Taylor Jin, so <laughs> he's based on this super wanky guy that at the time he was like, "Yeah, I made money off crypto, you know, I'm a crypto bro." And he would like talk like that, and he would just talk out of his ass about everything. So so I, I did a few uh, riots, and uh, then some people were like, oh, okay, so she's done drag kinging, and she is writing a play about, based on her experiences from that, and she's married to a man. So is she taking up space that she shouldn't be taking up? Because traditionally, at least historically, the drag space was for people who uh, needed a refuge, you know, yeah. be- because of because of their gender identity, their their sexual orientation. So why is she taking out space here? And and that was interesting. It was interesting. It hurt me a lot because maybe I don't identify as purely cisgender. But then I got to a place where I was like, oh, then what is a space for me? You know, then where, where do I belong? And Becca was actually great because Becca was like, you know there's like bio queens You know, the whole idea of drag is just you know if you're a woman you can be a bio queen but you just like I am a woman I'm probably a woman and I'm not going to like highlight that and magnify that times 100 where I am a woman with like you know like fake boobs and sequins and everything and that's totally fine you know it's just an exploration of what gender means so Becca was actually very cool about it it was like don't don't let these people like you yeah. know Briar is a mm. space for, for all kinds of queens yeah don't let mm. them
1: shrink you yeah. instead
2: sort of like
1: have a look at yourself and yeah. If you feel comfortable, um, so mm. uh, at the end of part if you came up to me and you shared something mm. with yeah, me, yeah,
2: yeah, I think I identify as non-binary, and that was interesting because then then there's a that's also a term that I'm like, some non-binary people have gone like, mm, you're not queer enough, so that's also something. Yeah, like who's I'm, to say? Yeah, right? mm. but but I mean I don't want to discount because so something that another friend told me was that. Every time people reject labels or they, they lean into labels, it usually lean into new labels, it comes from a place of hurt. Like if you don't want to identify as female, I mean, honestly, I have it easier because I, I do present as female. I'm married to a man. And so people are actually more willing to hear me say things. They, they don't go like, oh, it's the gay agenda. Mm. <laughs> it's the gay agenda. So so I have that privilege, you know, and, and, and I admit it. But sometimes when people reject um, the gender that they are assigned, it does come from trauma. It's because all these things. What what baggage has been put on this label for them before, where they feel like I can't, I can't be associated with it, and don't call me this, don't call, don't address me by this pronoun, mm-hmm. and, and they're very, they're very protective about it because they have to protect themselves. So sometimes when people go, this space is not for you, I've come to realize that it is because they want to protect themselves and the people around them, and that's fine. And then it just makes me. Yeah, I don't know I have to find a different space (laughs) That's it
0: They have every right To feel protective about it Mm -mm. But if this is your safe space Of self-expression And this is how you choose To express yourself Then You know why? Let anyone take that away from you. Oh, thank you, thank you. So, thank you. Yeah. No, I,
2: absolutely, thank you. I mean, but I, I mean, I think I am, um, blah, 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 blah. I'm. Also, <laughs> this is why I'm not on radio anymore, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I, I think that um, I am finding a safe space in in theater as well. So I mean, it, it's great. You know, I, I and I I love watching a lot of drag queens, and I, I'd love to do it at some point. But I'm sure you're freaking amazing. So I also don't wanna. If there are people who are better than it and can do like death drops, like. You go, girl! <laughs> like, you oh, no,
1: I mean, like if, if someone performs, a, you, you learn from them. You know, you pick yeah. up things that that you apply then to to your owner. I'm not saying you have to go and train to do a death draw, uh, You know, but it's just I'm old. that's just what they do, and then you're gonna find your thing that makes you great. You yeah, know, absolutely. and, and you, on stage all the time, that is drag. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, like yeah. When stage, absolutely. All the absolutely. Tattoo
2: was drag. Oh my god. Oh, one hundred percent. And I was in this tall blonde wig. Dim sum dollies is a kind of drag, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah
0: definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, there are a lot of caricatures. Also, I mean, yeah. not not in a yeah, yeah. Not not we, not in a kind of way. Yeah, but Have yeah. kind of like you know the this sq message. girl.
2: Yeah, yeah Who's like, like loves the white men and yeah, yeah. We <laughs> told
0: we like we told them like yes. <laughs> Based on true stories, right? So it's
2: not like yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's you know, it's just we're just having fun with with like the stereotypes of women, and that's also a question mark. Like, oh, okay, do we recognize these women? And you know, what does it say about society? that we have these women in our midst or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I'm curious, Samjo, sort of the, the, the premise of of King, if we were to flip it around, it's kinda like your journey with drag as well, right? I mean I think you and Joe both understand sort of the power of presenting a certain way or dressing up, you know, and then watching everyone react to you a certain way. But then also with that the ridiculousness and silliness of it all. Because you realise that, oh my gosh, you're only treating me this way because of this, like really? You know, like when when you're in drag, do you feel like people treat you differently as well? Now that you've become your own baby queen,
2: (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, the short answer is yes. I was trying to explain it to a straight friend also because he was like he couldn't wrap his head around his his question to me over lunch one day was you know, when you go to your drag shows and you're all done up already, all dolled up already, like, how do you, you know, are you not scared that people stare, right? That was his question and and then I'm like, actually, I really think about that because like, on the one hand, Shameless Performer and me wants people to stare
2: yeah, because, you feeling, know. It's liberating yeah, exactly. because they look at you a different way. Yeah, and
0: yeah. on the other hand also, it's like, there is almost a shield. Like, I see, you know, my performance of gender, whatever, it, or whatever it is that I choose to portray at night, like, maybe I'm a, I'm a Total for the night or whatever, right? Because um, <laughs> you know, I've done animal drag before, and it's like it's
1: he's serious. He's serious about this, by <laughs> the yeah. way. He did it to that's, Kylie Minogue yeah. slow.
4: Ooh. Yeah, that's really <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've done lion dance and oh, drag. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. are you yeah. for real? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm one of the organizers of Intervention Party, and we were created just so that there's an alternative way to experience music in the queer scene. Like we just didn't want to play top forties, which which is valid, you know. So I love top forties. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> Me too. Valid, um, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, we created this p- particle intervention, and we play different kind of music. And 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 there's like um, reggaeton. And there's like um, I play indigenous music. And 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 so part of it is I also do a performance. So I've done um, Javanese traditional dance, and and the last one was was a lion dance <gasps> made with a shopping basket, and and it was quite fun because. Um, the themes involve a lot of like um, sacred um, rituals, yeah. So it's really interesting that you do like animal drag. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I guess we are both into animals here.
0: Correct, let's Yeah. Uh, let's take this offline. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: no, it's, but it, is it furism? If it's a turtle, because they're not furry. At this point, I'm just kind of like. <laughs> it's-
0: Shellism. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh wait It's just co- I'm connecting the dots right now Cause I went to the first Intervention party You have,
4: you, have, you have had Three, three so far correct. right Correct yeah.
0: So there was someone Performing with lights That correct. was you
4: That was me Yeah, ah, yeah. It's just
3: like yeah. Ugh, yeah. Okay It's a wow. small
4: world after all It's such yeah. a small world yeah, yeah. yeah I love that
0: What I love about the art form Is that you get to Set your own rules In a way You know And you get to Basically fuck it up la. You yeah. know You mm, can You can yeah. Um, gender fuck And you can explore that And not not in a way That is like You know To put anyone down I, mm. there's, you, In fact you're building people up You're mm. trying to show people That I can be weird But also beautiful yeah. And even if you don't See whatever I'm presenting As beautiful That's fine Because yeah. I am living my own truth uh, Today I am a lion dance dancer With a basket Okay that is valid yes. And you know And you're gonna look at me And, and hopefully find something in you That 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 you know maybe very weird and maybe a little bit like off center but when I, before I started performing that was what drag was to me like especially the weird ones i am always leaning into that yeah. so when you ask me like you know have, do people treat me differently yes but I don't mind it because I feel like it's almost like my my form of self expression and I never knew that I could express myself that way yeah, yeah. so
1: cuz it's not just a gender thing anymore like when when, when Sam Jo is Jojo Sam Claire, it's not just sort of drag male to female. It's, it's, it's still very much Sam Jo. There's still very much the the creativity of Sam Jo. There's still very much the humor in there as well. Mm-hmm. And also, if, if I may add a very, very important point, if it weren't for drag, we wouldn't have had this incredible moment when Ame, Ame was in Singapore. <laughs> oh Ame noticed Sam Jo yeah. in drag in the crowd and the camera screen, everything was just Sam Jo's face. <laughs> Yeah, it was, no. a,
0: it, was a, it was a moment, it was definitely the highlight of my life, <laughs> <laughs> of my mando pop fan life, yeah. um, because uh, firstly, shout out to Vivi Ho, um, you know, my fellow drag sister, yeah. you know, from the scene, and she, uh, she's a huge ARMY fan as well, we planned months in advance, we were like, we're going to get tickets to go together, but let's go in drag. I dressed up as Britney, I went to Britney, I dressed up as Katy Perry, I went to Katy Perry. So were, y- were you ARMY? I was trying to be ame la. Like I tried to I ordered a wig on Taobao You know A purple wig Because she, she had a purple hair era I ordered a wig And like you know Went off on my holidays Thinking it would arrive And then I don't know Maybe my Chinese Not good enough Like it has just You know <laughs> Slided through the years um, And then they were like Oh I didn't pay Some processing fee Anyway long story is DLDR is my wig didn't arrive, and I had to make do with a very thirsty wig that I had in my closet. It was also purple, right? Um, so I just went around telling everyone that I'm budget Amela, and that was that was that. And she spotted us in the crowd, and she, yeah, it just like she's just one of those celebrities who you know would bother to mm. talk to you. Nice, and and yeah, it just felt so good because like you know, um, I. Yeah I don't know I'm <laughs> just fangirling here But Ame, if you're listening <laughs>
1: Yes that's what Ame does On her free time She yeah. listens to the SG yeah. Boys you podcast never know. You never know yeah. Josh you
2: gotta manifest
3: These things
1: Manifest you know. Josh yeah. <laughs> Alright Circling back to King Where can we get tickets uh, When is it running for
2: Yeah You can get tickets On p Ticks And it's running from 10th to 13th August So National Day Weekend ah. So you will see A lot of recognizable Singaporeans Actually in the show I think like Oh this is the office lady From next door Like oh that's that guy The really irritating guy Who keeps telling him telling me about keto diet in the office when I just want to be left alone. Yeah. When so, you're on your smoke break. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of very recognizable characters. All, all played by me and a movement guided by by, by Mitch and directed by Irfan. Irfan,
4: uh, who is the show for? Uh, the show is for anyone and an, an everyone who um, is undecided about who they want to be and 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 is looking to possible future iterations of themselves. It's about freedom. It's about... Um, Oppression. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Who can we oppress When we are also Expressing ourselves When you do drag You then Somehow Become gatekeepers Of, of queerness in, in some way Or, or your yeah. rules You know or So th- you do Disclude some people yeah.
2: And the idea of uh, Sometimes Women do sometimes Find drag queens Very misogynistic And you know Is, is the is yeah. truth in that You know yeah. And yeah. yeah So that's that's Something that we're asking as well
0: I've always wondered that also And, and I haven't found the answer But yeah. um. I don't know like as a woman do you find it like sometimes especially when it's uh, a cisgendered um, man
3: Uh,
2: uh, you know uh,
0: presenting a performing a woman in a very heightened form of like you know big boobs um,
2: and like big hair and the hips are so accentuated yeah, like a lot of makeup like yeah again I think it's the mm, intention right it's mm. like we've seen it on media before where somebody like uh, dresses up as a different race and that's just like oh that's what you think are racist and of course you can do that with gender you can do that with anything (laughs) you can tell when something is lovingly done and when something is mockery yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so with drag I think I mean it, it, it crosses boundaries sometimes but it's all intention right and because I do it myself so I mean it's i i give the benefit of the doubt. what we go into is almost like locker room talk you know how sometimes guys they they we have these things where the guys say crap about women and drag queens can take that to the extreme sometimes the things they say to each other you know and just the names they call each other so for us we also like go like oh it's that like if you're a drag queen then is that okay you know, mm. so, so, so that's something that mm. we were we don't go very deeply into it but yeah, we <laughs> it's don't. But have yeah. don't have like huge expectations yeah. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, but it's good that you're having that conversation I don't have the answers I don't think a lot of uh, yeah. people who do drag also have, have the answers necessarily and yeah. like sometimes I do look at stuff that I mean look back also on stuff you know that we see even on RuPaul's Drag Race and like oh like that is is that problematic because you are leaning into a, like you know a negative stereotype of a of a woman yeah, right? yeah. when they do snatch game and and like impersonate celebrities mm. and it's it's back to their drug habit uh, or back to you know what I mean or yeah. back to the fact that um Adele was once big you know what I mean it's stuff like that so. Yeah. Yeah. Like
4: yeah yeah. So where do you draw the line? I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I think what's interesting about King is also like we're investigating how does one perform gender in different contexts with different people, and and how does one then distill this idea of feminine or yeah. masculine? You know, what is the essence of being feminine, and who dictates that? Yeah. Um. So we we do show a, a myriad of. Circumstances where Feminine woman yeah. yeah Within the scenes
2: Like yeah. to your partner You know like Do you like Sometimes go like Please Please And of course You're playing into That hyper-femininity Sometimes Or like in the office You know if you want to Get some attention Suddenly you go like I'm the power female But I'm also like I'm like you know New generation feminist But I'm hot And then it's, it's, it's That playing into Male fantasy Like what what, yeah. what does that mean yeah. right. You know it's just It's yeah. just like Different ways we Weaponize or we just lean into our femininity and masculinity, and sometimes men feel that they have to, oh, you know, they're trapped mm. in a certain type of body. Otherwise, otherwise they will they will be you no know, not respected, and and it's just um yeah, like what traps us and what what do we weaponize and and other things that we use as weapons actually. Actually, caging us in. So it's isn't
3: yeah. I remember having this conversation with Joe very early on when we created some of the movement and some of the production numbers for Sterling the Silver, and then just sharing to with Joe that as male dancers from a very young age, we are taught how to perform masculinity because audiences want to see a sexy male dancer on stage. So you're taught and you learn very quickly what that looks like, mm-hmm. and you make your body do that. And then very often that also translates to how you treat your body as well. You go to the gym, you pump up the muscles, you feel a certain way when you perform. So we we had discussions about those parameters that are in your head when you dedicate your life to being, you know, that kind of a physical performer. So for King, I guess it's how much Sterling wants to lean into the masculinity and how, what, how we bring that out in the dance performances as well.
2: well. You have a Magic Mikey song, but it's it's not actually done to a Magic Mike song. Uh, so we've got some K-pop. We've got a, K- a Cantonese uh, hit from the 90s. <laughs> so it's the idea of like, what does Asian masculinity look like as well? So we're mm, not bearding yes. up. We, yes. we don't have bitter yes. beards, but it's just like, you know, if I've got super thick eyebrows and that, that crucifix earring that falls down one ear, you know, it's yes. it's, it's a, like, like a K-pop boy. Mm. You know, is that masculine? Yes, it is. You know, but not in the traditional way that people of our generation might have grown up with. And it's
3: what an audience wants from a male as well, like a female audience uh, watching like kanto drama. Hmm. That's what they imagine. Oh, this hero looks like, how this hero behaves.
1: It just gets so frustrating Because it keeps changing Like the rules keep changing Like I remember for Like growing up It was like straight hair So everyone rebonded their hair Yeah Everyone was rebonding their hair Yeah (laughs) You know And then then it was Like right now With K-pop culture And you can see it affecting Even like you go to Thailand Like the Thai models look Korean
2: And everybody's perming their hair
1: yeah and they're going for like super like like before it was like everyone's getting a tan everyone's trying to look browner and then now everyone's looking as bright pale white as possible (laughs) like not like any contouring done whatsoever it's just flat white so it's just like another thing to to show as a guy this is how you ought to look so it gets exhausting
2: no I can't imagine yeah and so I was talking to another friend who is non-binary and they were just saying that it's incredible because they feel much more attractive once They've decided that, you know, this is how I identify because you then don't have to square with, oh, this is how I'm supposed to look a certain way or this is how I'm supposed to look. And I think for me, it's, it's strange. Like when I started going like, oh, I don't know whether maybe I'm non-binary, I don't know. But but just freeing my idea of gender was like, actually, I feel much more attractive yeah. i really do i don't go like oh, i'm not like soft-spoken enough hide yeah. my teeth you know i think yeah. Like yeah 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 it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, and uh, i
3: think part of that is just being comfortable in your own skin now now they've
2: understood and just not like seeing the gap between yourself and the prototype you know of a certain type of gender because mm. then it just goes like oh actually maybe there's no existing prototype for this so it's fine yeah, yeah. Uh, on Sorry,
0: no, I was going to say, I'm, I would say I'm still guilty of, of seeing that gap. Like, I, I still mind the gap. It's not even something I consciously think about. So it's funny because, like, Mitch, you said feeling comfortable in your own skin. And I feel like, for the most part, I do. Like, you know, when I'm, I feel like I've come to a stage in my life where I, I can just be. But w- when the gap comes into play and still affects me, it's like, say, I, I, um, Maybe I listen back to this podcast, right? Or I look at a video of myself, mm. an Instagram story that a friend took of me, while wow, my my wrist was so limp there. And it's crazy that yeah. I'm saying that, like you know, because I'm I'm someone who you know I, I would like to think that I'm very comfortable with my feminine side, and then now I do drag also, right? I don't know why it still affects me in in some subconscious. Can, way. I, jump if, yeah, Can please, I jump in on this? Yeah, please.
3: Jump in on this. It's like it doesn't really cost me anything to tell someone. You know i'm i'm gay and i'm happy being a gay creative or events planner or uh, when i participate as an actor sometimes and i'm asked to step into gay roles it doesn't really cost me anything in the sense that i'm not a director at a company that you know someone might try to say oh you you're not suitable in this position if you're xyz gender or or if you're if you identify as gay etc cetera, etc cetera. but there are people out there that that They can't, Uh, they they feel like if I let somebody know who I am, they can use it against me Mm. and Mm. I feel endangered by and therefore I have to hide in the closet. I have Mm. to behave a certain way and therefore I also berate myself if I see myself with a limb wrist in a picture or or a video.
0: Kind of like I'm still trying to Like wrap my head around it Because it's not like I'm ashamed of it But you've lived a certain and, way
1: and, and and that's what you've Told yourself for so long mm. So, so it's it inevitable That that voice Is gonna come out And yeah. like hey
0: Is it learned like Conditioning
3: right Just Yeah a bit it's of conditioning.
0: learned like Self prejudice and, and trauma Whatever that Whatever the fuck it is Like I don't yeah. know what it is And you know I wish I was rid of it I
4: never knew I walked um, With a sachet Until my father pointed it out, you know, and and that shame is, is real. And, and I was screamed at the dinner table for, for, for walking to the fan with a, a sachet. And I was like, I'm just walking. Why, why why are we politicizing gestures and movement? How strict have we become with the definitions of, of what a man is and what a woman is? I, I studied um, Javanese um, classical dance, which involves a lot of slow and, and feminine movements, Definitions will change over time, you know? Yep. And it's really interesting that you're looking back at yourself and feeling somewhat of a, a reaction to it. And And I think that's important because if not, you won't be doing what you're doing now. It's really important for us to be affected by our past, for, for us to to hope for a better future, I think.
1: I think at the core, it's it's acceptance, right? Because now I'm in the room and I'm accepted like this, then I'm going to behave a certain way now Mm -hmm. because society will accept this. And and if I sort of relate it to my life, like I'll do another layer on top of it where, for me, I felt like I could be as fun and feminine as I wanted to uh, and explore that outside of the LGBT community. Mm. I felt like I could be more flamboyant, and I could feel more comfortable doing that with people who are straight. I get to be as special as I want to feel, and I get yeah. to be this way, and then people will be like, "Oh, that's Josh, that one gay guy in the room," you know, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll make, you know, like I'll, I'll get a real laugh out of that as well." But then for me, the part where I notice myself policing how I behave, how I present, I'm going to Tendrick tonight. What am I gonna wear? Right. Like, I'm going to hang with my people from my own mm. community. Yeah,
2: but what would be acceptable to them?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, in my mind, I would love to just go to a gay bar a gay club and just, like, throw down on the dance floor, be fun, be free, be messy, squeal, like, oh, my God, yes, this is my time!" <laughs> and then go full on with my choreography. But I feel like I'm the, the most... Like, my chest is all puffed up the most when I'm in a gay bar. Because... <laughs> in our community it's like we've already been treated a certain way outside so now that we're inside we're going to try to be as masked as possible we're going to try to be we're going to try to we want acceptance so sort of back to that right and to be accepted by our own people we would have to do the more masculine dance and sort of mitch's craft you know uh so like even today, like I, I I uploaded this Insta story of me unboxing this K-pop album that I bought and I'm like so happy. I watched and, it. Thank you. <laughs> and I was so happy, but I was so like afraid to post it because I'm like, oh, people are going to see this side of me. And I was more concerned about my the, the my own queer people in my life. What if they see that and they see this feminine side of me and then right. they're going to not want to go out with me anymore because they're not going to see this as attractive. <sighs> what like do I was, you mean by feminine side? Like just being out like... Expre- being happy. happy even expressive <laughs> okay. Just being oh my god This yeah. is this yeah. I've had people go like Like oh like This is a bottom behaviour Oh my like, god I didn't, I didn't know you are a top Josh Because you're so like Loud and expressive And I'm like Nice slipping so, that in there by the way No but for okay. real like, <laughs> No but like I get that He always does that way. <laughs> I get the pun But like That's just something I notice about myself yeah. You know that I'm trying to like Shake off But I'm yeah. still Finding myself like Trying to, yeah. like when Padam Param comes on, trust that I'm gonna be a very like larger than life version of myself. I want to see that you version. Know? But yeah. I also found myself uh, holding it in in my own queer
3: spaces. Funny that in King there is a character called Ethan that says on Grinder, no one will even look at me because I'm femme. I agree with you. It's come to this point in the gay community that we almost. Price, you know, the more masculine, the more muscly, the taller guy or the guy with stronger cheekbones. Yeah. When we forget that we're all trying to protect it's... that young person inside. The child. The child. The child. Yeah.
0: What I noticed there is like and something... That I've thought about a lot also is like, it's always like, oh, feminine femme is bad. Yeah. And it's down to, and actually links mm. back to your point about misogyny, Joe. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's, I mean, we are brought up with this, in this like patriarchy that um, insists anything womanly or, or feminine. In energy Or in, 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 in presentation Is inherently weak Or like there's something Problematic with that And god forbid Like you know um, a, a, a cisgender guy Like should uh, Embrace that yeah. Side of them yeah. And actually That's a fact Like all of us do have Feminine energy in, Like yeah. you know coursing through our veins Like yeah. you know we, we have been so conditioned To like you know Stamp that part out Especially if you are A guy And, and a, a so called Like supposed to be A macho guy yeah. And then even gay guys are so like, and what they expect in, not just themselves, but in their partners. Mm. It's like, it's wild. Like, I f- it yeah. feel like it ties back to misogyny. I don't know yeah. if you all agree. Yeah. The
2: whole idea of like, feminine equals to showing my emotions. Oh, I mean, I'm so excited. And like, wow, wh- when did that become a thing? I guess for hundreds of years. But I mean, yeah, it's so, so weird, right? That like, then you get the stereotype of the the like stoic man, yeah. like, who never shows his emotions, and then like actually like I don't know man, I, like yeah. it's abusing substances or or yeah. or, or women, or, yeah. you know? And then it's just like, wow, that's um what we want because we are supposed yeah. to be cold,
1: right? And yeah. and um, cool, we yeah, are supposed to be cool, and if if cool means like to not react, to not show any emotion whatsoever, to not mm. exclaim, so I I would find myself policing that so much to a point where so like right now I'm not on grinder or Tinder or anything. Right. Because I realized that I have been policing myself. Even the kind of photos that I'll upload. Right. To present myself yeah. mm. as something that's attractive Yeah, like it's, it's now like reached a point where why am I choosing this photo or is because it shows mm. that I'm very masculine here uh-huh. people will want to see this and if they see this and they swipe right on me or they want to talk to me because of that and then they find out that I can, and I can squeal and I can this I can this and that then they're gonna find me unattractive and you also do see that mm. on bios you do see people straight up saying no fems no right. this no that I'm still trying to like find my footing so I'm not on any of these things at this moment, that right. might change. But like, <laughs> but like at this moment, this yeah. is kind of like where I'm at. Where I'm still kind of like tug of war, tug, tug of war, tug yeah, of warring. I guess with yeah, your tugging.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what are you tugging? And that exactly, be josh whoring? Thomas? No, yeah. I mean a warring. Whoring, uh,
4: with that part of yeah. myself. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. Do, do
4: you have like an ideal character that you would be? Maybe you should try drag. <laughs>
2: I, I, I met so you down. have. Have I'm you so not? Down. Yeah. I I would be surprised if you haven't.
1: I, I I've done drag as a one-off thing with Victoria Wondersnatch, Oh Snatch, nice. but just solely for for her video. But I also felt very, I felt very free from gender itself. Like mm-hmm. the way I sort of talked about Samjo in drag, yeah, was that I didn't feel like a woman. I didn't feel like a guy. I mm. felt like I was just throwing everything around and just saying fuck it. Yeah, I am just this and. Yeah. And it felt really nice and it felt really, really nice yeah maybe I remember feeling very confused with my identity I'm not sure if it's sort of just gender but I, I I remember feeling at one point like I had to like I was in town for some reason I remember this and I just like asked myself like who is Josh actually I'm really confused right because I am like so there are some days where my voice is lower and I'm a lot more I guess masculine to the world and then uh-huh. there are days where I'm a lot more feminine in the world and then there are days where I'm like a sponge I kind of like take in whatever energy is around me uh, so I found myself a bit very, very confused with that and I I I go back to this brilliant line in uh, Meredith Brooks, bitch. (laughs) Classic. I'm a little bit of everything all rolled into one, Mm. you know, so I'm still trying to make sense of that. So Mm. you're a bitch, you're a lover, you're a child, you're a mother,
3: you're a a sinner, sinner. you're a a saint.
2: (laughs) I do (laughs) not feel feel ashamed. (laughs) 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 Don't (laughs) forget (laughs) the (laughs) lyrics. Huh. Speaking of being anything you want, I just want to highlight that Mitch has been some amazing animals as well because back to he, the animals again. He, back to the animals because oh he was the dance captain of the Lion King uh, on the West End for years: Stop. Stop. Yes,
3: I was I'm in animal drag for about eight years yes <laughs> I was once a giraffe I was once a zebra I was once a gazelle, I was part of an elephant and I was part of a rhino. part of an elephant. No one person can play an elephant. Oh,
2: that's profound. It take
3: four. It took four (laughs) persons to play an elephant. Wow. Oh my goodness. Lion King is amazing. And talk about putting on a costume that makes you feel a certain way, like powerful or makes you move a certain way. Those costumes were definitely designed for you to inhabit the animal. And some of the more elaborate ones become the character, you know, like the character of Simba, the character of Nala. Fortunate, very privileged to have been part of that company for many years. Yeah. Which was your favorite animal to portray? Like, yeah. And then why? I'm just curious. Like, a know. giraffe. <laughs> every Lion King around the world, in every production, there are only two giraffes. So it always comes as a pair. Aww. And as performers, sometimes you create backstories to these animals. So they could be two brothers or a brother and a sister or two lovers on stage. And then sometimes the giraffe Will rub their noses Against each other Under oh. pride rock That kind of thing So I, I love that Those backstories Oh I love giraffes Like um, i just I'm reminded of like Some
0: animal documentary Could it be Nat Geo Or something Or was it Animal Planet Or what You know where they show The giraffes When they're mating oh. I think they They lock their necks And they slam their necks Against each other Like when
3: when they're and fighting, that, right? <laughs> this is when they're fighting, is it? <gasps> like, fighting when or meeting two males? Two two males. males. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, so maybe yeah, I was yeah, drawn yeah. to that male on male energy, <laughs> as that, a kid,
0: that, that testosterone, like fighting for the territory, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know why, but the image came to mind.
1: If I could just real quick circle back to your coming out, Joe. Uh-huh. We've had this recurring discussion on the show about coming out and then having to educate people with what you're coming out with right. or as. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? with the people around you?
2: Like, there was a time where I wrote a lesbian character and one of our assistant directors went like, no, this is problematic because uh, you're not even uh, a queer female and you're writing a lesbian character being portrayed by a cisgendered male and then, you know, it was that saying, are we saying that? And then, and then I had to go like, okay, so, <laughs> so actually... <laughs> I mean, uh, if you want to put a definition on it, I don't know that I am a cisgendered female, you know, kind of thing. So so for me, it's like, I don't necessarily say it unless I feel that it's necessary. And it's also a conflict for me, where it's like, again, like, of course, you have to protect the spaces, you don't want some you know like straight wanky guy going like (laughs) i'm gonna write people on their journey right you look at
1: Heartstoppers on netflix right so one of the lead actors in the show was criticized for Mm. being a straight white guy playing a queer character and and he was essentially forced to come out Uh. before feeling ready to come out yeah and that was sort of a really tough experience and also yeah. a wake up call for our community to be like, you know, let's not immediately shun someone yeah. assuming that in your case, just because yeah. you're married yeah. and you've been presenting a certain way, it does not mean yeah. that you're not on your own journey as well and figuring things out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think it's, it's all a journey for everybody. And again, you know, I understand that people need to protect themselves because especially if they've been oppressed in the past, Um, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Maybe listen more and, I don't know. Um, Did your husband understand? Uh, he was, he, my is amazing. So, he was like, he talked for a very really long time and he's one of those like super duper straight guys. He talked for a really long time and then he was like, you know, if you want to transition, I'll still love you. I was like, no, it's okay. You know, like, we are, we're, not, we're not there.
1: <laughs> we're not there. Talk about the educating what you're yeah. coming out <laughs> as. It's like I said non-binary. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was also very sweet. You know, I was like, oh, I, mean, I guess you really do love me. You know, so, for me, I don't know I mean he says that now You know Then I'll come back With a strap on And he'll be like What are you <laughs> doing with that <laughs> <Wow. Okay. laughs> Which has not happened <laughs>
0: Yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a Technical question Joe Like Because uh, I noticed Your name Joe Yeah I, and I sh- You know yeah. It's like Should we share A syllable Yes we do It's, it's a great, great Sam name, name. Yes. It's great. Yep. Yeah I'm just wondering Like Is that your name That you were given Or is it a, a name That it's you is a
2: Josephine or
0: See, I was wondering, yeah, because I know this is a very, uh, what do you call it, androgynous name?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a conscious choice to like shorten it or was it just... I think so. I think I never felt like I lived up to the femininity of a Josephine and I was also like, I always felt awkward around it. It was like wearing something that, you know, I don't belong in this name. I never felt good enough. So just the idea of taking away the idea of gender then helped me think maybe there isn't a good enough To live up to So maybe I will Subconsciously Steering away from that Wow I also do just Want to jump in At this point And say You know, just being assigned female at uh, at birth, it's just, I have to say that it's a lot easier to say I'm non-binary or whatever than, of course, somebody's assigned male at birth. So, you know, I don't want to make it into like, it's not a huge struggle for me, especially since I'm surrounded by people who are very accepting, you know, including my husband. Mm. So thank you. Thank you for respecting, you know, like whatever things I've had to go through. I I can't say, you know, that I've probably gone through the struggles that other people have, maybe people at this table have. Mm. If we go back to acceptance, right?
1: It's like, do you accept yourself?
2: Yeah, more right? now, yeah.
1: Because if you accept yourself, then it doesn't matter where you're going, right? And, and to then apply that to sort of what I brought up earlier, like if I accepted who I am as like, oh yeah, I am a little bit of everything all rolled into one and I need to like accept that. I'm not going to need to worry about whether or not someone sees this side of me and then thinks that,
2: you Yeah, know? I mean, you're just Josh, Yeah. right? And like, oh, do you want me to define that I can if it makes it easier for you. Yeah, doesn't necessarily make things easier for me, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Once again, uh, tell us about King and where we can get tickets. You can get tickets on Petix, and it runs from 10th to 13th of August, which is National Day weekend. Another reason why I'm not on radio. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what, what kind of voice do I have to do? But yeah. Oh, no, but we need more people like you yeah. yeah. on radio. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I know. Don't tell Juan. Yeah. <laughs> uh We want to thank
1: uh, Joe, Irfan, and Mitch. Thank you for coming down and joining us on the show. Uh, I think before you go, uh, just round the table. What
2: would you like to say to the person listening? To this episode there There is passing the mic And there's also Telling your own story And I think it's something I've had to navigate And I think Let's allow people To do both And let's try And find that balance You know As best as we can Yeah
0: You know We spend a lot of our lives Like actually Taking into consideration And being bogged down By what other people Say of us Yeah But listen to yourself more Yeah And, and you know When you look in the mirror And like And, and just cherish What you have Because we're not going to be here forever. Yeah. So live your truth, yo.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll say like exactly that. Like we have one life on this earth, right? And, and we get so twisted over like what is right, what is wrong, what is righteous. Feel free to change your mind. Uh, feel free to change your mind on what you think you are, who you think you are, how you think you ought to behave. What is the kind of love that you want? What is the kind of acceptance you want from people? Feel free to change your mind on it. I hate the world today. God, okay, we're going to cut the mic now. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you're cutting me off. You always cut me off when I say Josh. (laughs) I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Sam Joe. And we are The the SG Boys. Boys, that little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG boys. The beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.